In this episode of the Cube Command Podcast, we're talking about our best games of 2020. Welcome, welcome to the Cube Command Podcast. I'm Tommy Savoya. And I'm Nick. I'm Nathan. I'm Alex. And this is the podcast where you can chill with us as we talk about the news, reviews, and other things in the gaming, pop culture, and movie industry. The Cube Command Podcast is produced by Savoia Studios and is part of the Savoia Media Network. To find all of our shows, just go to SavoyaMedia.com. The, the end of 2020 is upon us, boys. It's about time. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> Honestly, though. Yeah, literally about time. <laughs> yeah, and, and and we had plenty of time on our hands to play games. I, I'd say, you know, in my humble opinion. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there there were some good releases this year, but um, not as many as we would have hoped. A lot of things got delayed. A lot of things mm-hmm. uh, and delayed indefinitely. And uh, we got some late year releases too, like with Cyberpunk and whatnot. So um, I guess this was a good year to like go back on our backlogs and just play stuff. So in this episode, we're just going to like go over like what what we played, our favorite stuff we played in 2020. We have our top threes um, and some honorable mentions here and there. And uh, we're just going to gonna go over them. They don't have to be released in 2020, just as long as we played them. So uh, mm-hmm. I guess I'll start my uh, my number three this year. I'm going to go ahead and say it. It was Animal Crossing. Uh, New Horizons. Oof. <laughs> How many of you guys had that on your list? <laughs> <laughs> me you okay <laughs> not me technically oh really it was my Dang. honorable mention yeah that oh, was just because of how much time <laughs> just because of how much time i put into it mm-hmm. alex you said it was your honorable mention too yep okay oh wow okay so we just knocked one out like four <laughs> out right now <laughs> i was yeah. wrong with nathan i thought that was the one he had because he played it quite a bit we did a review podcast on it already so yes i mean yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's just so much that's released post that review, so I mean, it's, know, you still, what, and so much that hasn't been released. Mm-hmm. Uh, like what, Brewster? Brewster, more like NPC villagers. Oh, that's true. What what were the all the the? Because I didn't play a lot of the updates past summer. What um, what did they really release? There was Halloween, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Yep, and we're in the winter. Well, Christmas right is now. coming up, and that's it. I think for like actual events and like characters and stuff. Okay, well, I mean, at least they've been keeping it consistent. Yeah, I just think it, Animal Crossing released in that little pocket of time where quarantine just started, and everyone was all like, like rosy eyed about it, like, oh, we get to stay at home for like two weeks and play <laughs> Animal Crossing two weeks stay at home and go outside in the game and finish (laughs) it within the month of that quarantine (laughs) yeah that's what i did i kind of regret doing that speedrunning it (laughs) yep (laughs) did you speedrun it alex i for the most part did yeah dude i was done at the same time you guys were (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) did the rest of us really finish at the same time Roughly, I I I, so. I stopped basically about August, and and that's even without, and that's after checking on them every day, or may, at least every week. 
Yeah, the daily thing kind of dropped off after like the first month, but it was still like every couple days for another month or so before I dropped it. Yeah. But I mean, hey, Animal Crossing, just that kind of game, you can just go back to it, I guess. I don't really want to restart my stuff. I think I'll probably just pick up when I feel comfortable again, maybe next year. But I mean, I had a lot of fun with it. Anything you guys want to mention on that one before we move on? I just wish there was a bit more. A bit more? Yeah. Yeah. I was enjoying it. Um, I should have picked it up uh, during the uh, Thanksgiving ones just because they had like a few items I did want. One of them was like the mushroom lamp, and that was kind of nice. Did it have a lot of those like yeah, aesthetic things? They have a few you of those. You just time travel back to November. Yeah, that's whatever. true. That's true. Wasn't there? Didn't they put in something to um to kind of mitigate the uh, the turnip exploitations? Yes, they made us so you didn't get as rich as quickly. Okay, but uh, yeah. So you can you can all go and listen to our Animal Crossing review if you want a more in depth thing about it. Um, I don't remember which episode. I think it was like sixty five or something like that. But uh, yeah, that was that was my number three. Who wants to go next? My number three is Xenoblade Chronicles. <laughs> Definitive edition for the Switch. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> what did that, I say? <laughs> that one is my number one. Oof. Oh, oh dang. <laughs> there were two more games that I just liked better than it, but literally all December I've been playing nothing but Xenoblade Chronicles all day long. That... Even though I'm not done with it yet, it is still like one of the best things I've played. All all this year, and I've played so many things this year. <laughs> Dang! How many hours well, are you into it? I am currently at like a hundred and twenty-seven hours, I think. Jeez, Jesus! <laughs> and I and I feel like I have another ten or fifteen left before I fight the final boss and then do the do the additional content. You know, it's a lot when Alex is shocked. <laughs> oh, speaking of the additional content, if you don't do everything, that's about 10 hours <laughs> for the additional content. <laughs> for yeah, but main story, on my end, I only took about 80 hours. You probably skipped a lot, though. Oh, uh, no. In terms of, like, did... side quests and stuff. There's that. Well, I, I think I did most of the quests, actually. I just happened to be able to... I already had enough of the certain collectibles. I had enough of some things already done that I could just skip the quest. <laughs> I just uh, so you got and, lucky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the other thing is, I started playing during the original patch for my uh for when I was playing it, and uh I may or may not have done the uh exploit to get to that upper area in Tefra Cave early. And that's an instant level 53. <laughs> so I didn't have to level m until about Valak Mountain. I didn't have to do any leveling either. Like, doing all the quests just kind of kept me at pace up until, well, now. Where it's like, <laughs> oh, all, all every creature I have to fight for a quest is like level 90 or upper 80s. And I'm only level 80. <laughs> Is it fast to level up in the game, or does it, it's, you know, it's um, kind of like any other one? It, it, it's possible to quickly level up, especially because uh, 
above three levels of you is technically indicated by yellow and actually will give out a larger amount of EXP. And technically above, I think, five or six levels, it's red. And mm. if you could beat that, uh, definitely a higher uh, EXP bonus. But uh, red tends to have a higher agility stat than you, and agility makes it to where you can hit something, and something hits you. So okay. there's the issue. Yeah, a lot of the times you just miss a lot. That's my number three. <laughs> okay. And uh, anything else you wanted to add to that, Alex? Because I know you said it was your number one. It, I, it's mainly just number one, slightly due to nostalgic reasons, because uh, especially three years ago for me with Xenoblade 2, and that's actually, I prefer that one over Xenoblade 1 still slightly. It just gave me a lot of busy work <laughs> as well, <laughs> and I had fun pl while playing because I also didn't burn myself out in one month like I typically do in RPG. I hope I can play it soon. <laughs> I still would pace myself out with my number one. I don't think I'm going to be done with it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> my number three is Jedi Fallen Order. Oh. Oh, that game was so good. Yes, it was. Part of re the reason why I like it so much, it's Metroidvania-ish, or styled in that sense where you got power-ups you got to work towards. It also had a very... In addictive form of combat movement is fun <laughs> some of the early stuff i could have a little issues with because i feel cal's jumping is a little stilted but that's probably about it is it like xenoblade 2's jumping mechanics or xenoblade x's it's not really like either of them okay that's good because xenoblade jumping sucks i gotta see you guys play this i gotta see how bad this jump is it's terrible Think of it like uh, uh, you carry your momentum, but it's also Luigi's jump if he had like 20 lead bricks in his pockets. <laughs> that I is probably Luigi the best a good way. Jump, yeah, though. he does, but he doesn't fall like a rock. <laughs> I just thought I just thought of something crazy. What? I technically played Jedi Fallen Order for the first time this year, but it was pre-quarantine, so I didn't even think about it. If it was pre-quarantine, it wasn't this year. Well, like, I played it in January of this year. No, that's not part of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> 2020 didn't start till like, beginning of May. Hey, hang on. <clears throat> Tommy, you're saying Byleth coming out in January is not a part of 2020? Nope. Byleth don't count. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just weird to think. I probably would have... That would have been my honorable mention instead of Animal Crossing then. Oh, it's too bad it was in January, <laughs> If huh? I remember that... January doesn't exist. I don't get a birthday. Heck, though. <laughs> the last thing I'll say about Jedi Fallen Order, I do fairly enjoy its story, though. Isn't it, like, Uncharted, but with lightsabers? That's always the, the pitch everyone gives me about it. Um, I, I haven't played it. enough Uncharted to tell you that. <laughs> Nathan Drake with a lightsaber? Can you imagine? That'd be cool. <laughs> the best way I could tell say it is Metroid Prime, but third person. And well, does... uh, melee combat. <laughs> and melee combat focus. So it is a bit of treasure hunting and tomb exploring and going oh, yeah. around areas like that. And there is a lot of like environmental puzzles and not like a huge focus on combat. Yeah. So yeah, I can see how it's 
easily compare to Uncharted. You said you enjoy the combat system, right? Yeah. What what makes it stand out from other like 3D 3D games combat systems to you? Well, first off, I, I don't play a lot of a lot of melee focused games that you know actually makes you be involved. So I didn't like say Zelda, but um, I enjoyed the uh the fact that I actually had to worry about parrying attacks. <laughs> Oh, that's kind of neat. I like it. It's not like hack and slash. Oh, no. no. You're, you, you, if you go over the hack and slash approach, you're dying. You're dying badly. Yeah. You start out as basically a Padawan, and the game treats you as such until, like, end game. I like that. That's kind of cool. It builds yourself yeah, up. Yeah, you actually struggle against stormtroopers. Oh, wow. And do they actually hit you? Oh yeah, they will oh, hit you. Crazy. And they, oh really? They Their shots are actually on point. Uh, <laughs> I I will say the actual storm, the shooting stormtroopers are not really the issue. It's the stun baton troopers that can go. <laughs> yeah, the scout troopers are tough. Oh, they look hefty. I've seen the those uh, in like cutscenes or um gameplays and stuff. And the heavy shock troopers, especially late game enemies. Purge troopers. Oh, purge troopers are annoying. Medical droids. <laughs> Medical droids? Oh, yeah, like, it's a droid like K2SO. Oh, not the ones yeah. that, like, operate on Padme? No, okay. it's a K2. Yeah, and uh, spiders. Lots Those of spiders. spiders are so <laughs> oh, bad. Wait, what? There's mechan- are They're they giant me- spiders. No. No. <laughs> Yo. But it's like a... It's not like it's probably about five times the size of Cal. Yo, imagine you have arachnophobia <laughs> and you're just playing that game. You're like, what is that? Time to grab the slippers. <laughs> Thankfully, you can slow it. <laughs> I might have to get one when it goes on sale again. I also yeah, I heavily enjoy the it. fact that he's technically using a double-bladed lightsaber. You know you can fix it to make it proper double Yes, I know. I... I <laughs> I did that. I did that. I went backwards. I never went to Dafomir for that upgrade. I actually went back to <laughs> the first air- area and got it there. Yeah. He is the only one that I know ha- that has a specific version of the double-bladed lightsaber. Yeah, that's fair. Yes. Yeah. I'm thinking <laughs> I'm just I'm just thinking through things. But yeah, I think I think he does have a very unique blade. Maul had a basic hilt. Well, uh, I was saying that more so because I don't know if that version of the double blade lightsaber in game is still spoilers. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fair then. <laughs> okay. Okay, but so um, that was your number three. Yeah. Nick, we already went over your number three, didn't we? Mm-hmm. All right. What's your number two? Alright, so my number two is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. The one that you pretty much got me for my for my early birthday gift. Yep. Just was started that really it. this year? Yeah. No, actually yeah, yeah. Well it came out uh January this year. Oh, it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I still played it. Is it still counts. <laughs> he played it like okay, a month ago. It counts for you. 
<laughs> you played it like in November, didn't you, or December? I think Just so. Early yeah, this month. Yeah, and I've been <laughs> I've been grinding it, and it's it's really good. They already released DLCs, but I'm not. I don't think I'm close to being able to get to that story mode just yet. But it's pretty much like an RPG, honestly. You take the role of uh, Goku, and then later on, different characters. You get to play as Vegeta. I get. Uh, yeah, that's what, actually what I'm doing right now. I'm playing as Vegeta. Oh my God, He's just Vegeta? beating people. Yeah. Every time I play it or playing as Vegeta, I keep thinking about Team Four Star Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when you when you're gonna win a fight as Vegeta, does it just the game just stop and then Goku and NPC comes in and just starts beating them for you? I mean. I wish that would have been a little bit easier. <laughs> no, they they end up making it go through like the actual show. That's it, it's pretty accurate. Yeah, it's like open world, right? Yeah, yeah. So like right now I'm on Namek. I'm about to face Frieza, but I as Vegeta I just beat up uh Zarbon, I believe the blue one. Yeah, that's him. So I just beat him up, and um, I think Goku is next. And of course, Krillin's gonna die, so you know I gotta gotta record that. Oh my that. god! <laughs> Spoiler alert! Oh my god! I'm sorry. Delete it, <laughs> bro. That was from the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still haven't seen it though. Hey, he's got a point. Okay, well he explodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched the the Broly movie with y'all. Oh yeah, <laughs> they made sure to the, sure show that like three times. It's the only time he shows up in the movie. Honestly, is to explode. That's hilarious. <laughs> Yo, I've seen that movie three times, and I don't regret it at all. Are they d- adapting the Broly movie into uh, Kakarot? Uh, that that was that's probably gonna be later because the DLCs are going through the movies now. Or, well, at least to a series. So, first one was the Beerus saga. The one that just recently released is, uh, is you know, Golden Frieza. Resurrection F? Yeah. And, those, yo, those cutscenes in that game are good. <laughs> They're really good. Does it use the same lighting and model engine as Fighters? Uh, no. No, they don't, actually. I actually thought it was going to be like a little bit like Xenoverse, but no, not even, which I'm glad. I actually don't like Z- uh, Xenoverse's like models. They look too plastic. Xenoverse also didn't have the uh, little transition where it plays the da 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 Nope. Oh my gosh, yo, I like those actually. <laughs> I'm glad you, remind- you brought that up because that, that only pops up at the end of like each um, completion of a mission. It'll just pop up. I, I like that. Uh, but I pretty much, you can level up just normally fighting enemies. You can actually go fishing. You can actually go uh, cook your own meals and stuff. Did you just say you can go fishing? Yes, I can go fishing. Okay, that that means it's a great game. <laughs> you, know what, you know what Goku fishes with? A prosthetic tail. A prosthetic tail? <laughs> yes. Bulba made him an artificial tail. And he just hooks it up to him and goes fishing with it. <laughs> and, and to fish, you get to you gotta like make it a like bait so you wiggle it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is some big fish, dude. This is some big ones, and he just just kicks it like it's nothing. That's Goku. I, you got a point. Yeah, you could explain anything by just saying it's Goku. True. 
like why he's gonna be the last DLC fighter in Super Smash Brothers. Because he's Goku. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Nathan's calling it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, even though I just started it, I, I consider it the second best game I've played so far throughout this year. Is that anything is there anything else, Nick? Uh, I believe that's it. I haven't gotten through and completing it just yet, but I think I'm like in the middle of it. Okay, well, maybe it's worth uh, revisiting yeah. on the podcast when you finish it. Yeah. Okay. Um, My number two is Crash 4. It's about time. Because that released in October. And uh, I just sat down and completed that like two days. You know life. Heck it, bro. All <laughs> I, 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 I was my you classes. You agreed to that. <laughs> and then you said, bro. Yeah, and, and Crash Bandicoot. It's all I need. Because uh, this game, actually, uh, I probably could have taken a little more time with it. Because um, I think if I paced myself, it, <laughs> I probably would have had an easier time with the end. Because this game does not pull any punches. It is legitimately one of the harder platformers I've ever played. That's including Crash 1. So basically, they're like retreading, not like retreading, but like redoing the fourth Crash Bandicoot game because the original fourth one was terrible. Um, so basically, it, it's it's kind of like a, an homage to the original series while also being continuation because they expand on previous uh, mechanics that were introduced while also like expanding on what what they can do with the hallway design and the uh, the really tight platforming mechanics that they introduced in Crash. And uh, I, I did also do a review on it. It can go like really more in-depth in my actual episode. Um, so if you want, you can check that out. But basically, I just thought it was a really solid game. Like It was really well thought out from start to finish. Um, and they, they put in like a lot of uh characters and not only that but there's like i think it's like 80 levels or something when you total it all together because there's the main story stuff and then you have the revert or like the inverted version of those stages which is like mirrored with a new mechanic like maybe it'll be floaty or there'll be like a lighting problem or it'll be like a different color or something and then they have the um bonus stages and then side character stages so it's very very well thought out game i'll say i think the difficulty curve could have probably been lessened a little they probably should have eased into it a little more and not made it so abrupt but uh overall i still think it's a solid time uh if you enjoy platformers how's that one box missing Ugh, dude i <laughs> i stopped going for all the boxes around the halfway point because i was like i'm not there's no way there's no way you can do this without a guide the original Crash games, there's like 60 boxes maybe in a stage. In in this one, you'll get to the end of the stage. You think you got every single box. You search every nook and cranny and died along the way. And at the end, it'll still say you only got 263 out of the 300 crates in the level. Wow. It, it's too, it's so much. I can't... I'm, there's, I'm not hunting for saying this game. It was fun, but... You better. I, I'm not going <laughs> to. No, I no, would, I'm no, going to go crazy. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're gonna become crash. I'm gonna, yo. I'm gonna spin around in my room, <laughs> dude. If he spins around when I walk in. I'm just like instantly just walking out, <laughs> and never coming back. I think that's what we would all do. <laughs> no, he's actually gonna just start doing the crash dance. 
There's a crash dance. Heck yeah. Yes, there is. What's the crash yeah, yeah, dance? Yeah. No, no, no. Forget I asked that question. <laughs> Heap those pelvic thrusts. I'm not joking. Sounds like a football taunt. And then he like does a little funny face with his tongue. See, that's why he's not getting a smash, because that's going to be his taunt. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's going to be the victory screen. That's going to be the victory screen. <laughs> <laughs> I no. hope so. That would be great. Crash for smash, please. I agree with this. He's going to be after Sephiroth. You think so? Yes. Uh, I'm ready. I'll take Crash. I, I just know of like we're not getting Shadow. <laughs> Who? Yeah, we're just not getting Shadow. Uh, I'll Who? take Crash. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, that was my number two. Uh, Nathan. Okay. It's funny that I just talked about Sephiroth because my number two <laughs> is going to be the Final <laughs> Fantasy VII remake. Honestly, I do want to hear this. Yeah, yeah, I think you're the only one who's played it, so I'm intrigued. Yeah, well, the game is, I'm sure you've heard, it's just set in Midgar instead of being a remake of the entire game, but instead of the short time you have in Midgar in the original game, they really expanded it and made Midgar, like, this huge, like, actual place in the world, and they reworked the story, and there was a big... Like, a big part of the story was uh, changing fate and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, changing stuff that didn't happen in the original was, like, there were things trying to correct that. Like, characters that didn't die were and just certain events trying to kill them off like they should be. So, it's a different story. Yes, they completely changed the story. Yeah, it's been completely... Or not completely, but... They greatly changed it. I mean, I at least played the demo, and I can tell you one thing. That game looks absolutely gorgeous. It is so pretty. Dude. Yo, I think I downloaded the demo. I never played it. <laughs> How's the soundtrack? Is it good? Oh, the soundtrack for the game yeah. is so good. Ooh. Especially towards the end, when you're doing all the like end game bosses. Uh-huh. Their soundtracks are amazing it better yo boss music's hit different i was about to say it's final fantasy are you expecting the music to be bad (laughs) because uh but like (laughs) i'm just ready for some of it to be in uh super smash brothers all right pick your one track then one wing uh, angel. One wing angel? <laughs> All right, that's the one we want. Wow. <laughs> you both like, said it. <laughs> if we actually get two, uh, another two rather than just the one, Genova's going to be the other one because that still represents. Genova is so good. It's still going to represent Sephiroth. Those two tracks kind of represent Sephiroth in a nutshell, so those two would probably work the best. And also, the changing of genres, kind of, because it's still an RPG, but it doesn't. It's not a, like a typical turn-based RPG. Yeah, no, it's not that anymore. You're, you're pretty much going... It's kind of like a hack and slash, but not at the same time. Because you are going around just smacking things with your sword or with your fists or with a gun. But you kind of build up special charges and that's how you do like magic and healing and stuff like that. Ooh. It's like the weirdest merger between the... The two styles of our, how RPGs have kind of evolved, especially since 7 came out <laughs> originally. You got more yeah. like a more somewhat similar idea to, say, Kingdom Hearts, where you're 
straight out attacking, trying to build a charge. But the charge is definitely more the turn-based side. Okay, I need to use fire to bring out a weakness. Or electricity to bring out a boss's weakness. So is it, it's real-time, then? Yeah, it, it's yes. real-time. Oh, okay. I thought it was like... I don't know what I thought. I was a little confused. Because I, th- I I knew <laughs> the original one was turn-based. Uh, Tommy, did you play no, 15? 15? No. No, okay. I haven't played a single Final Fantasy. Okay. I own the original 7 on Switch, but I haven't played it. I know someone in our friend group had played 15, and I was about to say, uh, imagine if every time you ch- tried to use magic, you'd have to wait till you actually hit something five times first. Yeah. But uh, 7 Remake is a phenomenal game. And while I was thinking about this list, like, if it was just 2020 releases, it would have been, like, easily my game of the year. But if since we're just doing it for games we've played overall, uh, it's it's a very very close second. All right, cool. Uh, have you played the original one? Uh, I've played the Midgar section. Oh, okay. So you, you're able to like compare them. Yeah, and I definitely like. I'm just looking forward to Final Fantasy VII Remake Two, whenever that <laughs> comes out in like ten years. Oh gosh, because you did wait like eight years or something for this game but it was definitely worth it all right that was your number two uh yes alex did we already we we went through your number three and one yes technically we did all right well i guess let's go your number (laughs) two then i do have a replacement for the one section but uh for number two i would have to say persona 5 royal because that was this year and I I played the original five, and this game and P five R definitely brings up some of the faults I had with P five. Ironed those out, and I also made it to where certain characters are not the most underused. So it shifted mechanics. It shifted uh certain mechanics. So in the original P five, you only had the clip of ammo you had for your gun for the, your entire time there. In P five R. That thing refills every fight. Because that was the worst if you came across an enemy that was only weak to the gunshot and you were out of bullets. And certain skills were added too. So it, it, it sped up the pace is what you're saying. Yeah, it sped, sped the pace up to be a little less of a trek. It, it's definitely a fun time. The difference of also having to schedule out what days you do things and how you do things and how quickly you get to certain things is uh, a major benefit because that also makes me make sure I'm keeping track of my pace. It's something I also give credit to uh, Free Houses from last year for doing that too. And yeah, it's all good. (laughs) Cool, good stuff. Heard a lot of good stuff about that game, but you know, I'm not the biggest RPGs guy, so (laughs) it's a little lower on the bucket list. I'm sure you don't want to play like in the hour or hundred hour long game, yeah. Uh, with the P five R stuff, uh, I'd say that's about sixty now. <laughs> sixty set, maybe seventy. It's still a long game. Yeah, it's still a very long game. <laughs> and that's probably because you also know what you're doing. That too, I breezed through the first four dungeons with relative ease. <laughs> yeah, I started playing the original Persona Five this year, and I had no idea you could do that. <laughs> it was only until I started watching. 
um, Alpha Rad Deluxe's stuff about it, where I was like, oh, I can one day Dungeons, and I did that <laughs> for like the, the second right. one, I think. <laughs> and I definitely would say it's easier to do in P5R because of certain things. Like, say, the gun reloading, because I could probably definitely not do that in P f the original P5 unless I was being very strict on what I'm using. My number three, or was it? Oh, my number one. 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 My number one game this year is a game I have not even finished. Uh, and uh, I know I said I'm not a big RPG guy, but man, do I love me some Witcher 3. That is <laughs> my number one game for this year. And if I finish it, it'll probably and do the DLC, it'll probably be my favorite game next year. <laughs> <laughs> this game is chock full of so much stuff, but I feel like that's a really shallow way of putting it because the world here is so like densely crafted. Think of it as like a a whole like lore-filled world that it doesn't handhold you through it. Like you're free to explore the the nooks and crannies of this uh, of the world they give you to your own leisure and it's your choice if you want to actually do the work to find the books to research these monsters and how to hunt them down and what potions to put together and how to find the ingredients for it and uh, the best tactics to avoid certain monsters it's so cool plus it has some of the best storytelling i've ever seen in the game with uh, side quests all being important and how you go about them and the order you do it like affecting the actual world itself you have the uh, the characters, which are all really likable. Geralt, which is such a fun protagonist because he just doesn't care about everyone else around him. And it's just kind of fun to see some of his dialogue options. Kind of think of him as like a, uh, a mix between Batman and Wolverine with like <laughs> some Jedi powers. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. I, I, I wish I probably like paced a little better because like I, I went through it. Like I played nothing but Witcher during the summer. And then got a little burned out. I, I'm I'm still only done with the first two acts. I still have to do the third act. Um, I I don't even know how to check your hours on PlayStation. I think you have to like email them or something. But there's like no easy way to check the hours you played on a game, as far as my knowledge goes. Do you not see it from just saving? Mm. In Xenoblade, I, I I can check my hours all the time because it's just in the pause menu and yeah. when I save the game. Right. Maybe there, maybe there's like it's hidden somewhere in the settings. I don't know because some games decide just to not include it for some reason. Yeah, that's fair. it might be like a, uh, I don't know what to call it, but like a records kind of right, yeah area, yeah, where it's like you've done this, you've done that a certain amount of times, you've done that an amount of times, and it could have playtime in there. Oh, uh, you're probably. Right. I I should probably dig around in there or at least research how, because given the the sheer scope of this game, I assume they would probably want to put that in there yeah but yeah um if you like like mystical stuff um fantasy i think i think you'd enjoy this game but yeah that was that was my number one i actually talked about it a little uh, i'm gonna say this like three times already but in another episode of the podcast i've talked about the witcher uh in my playstation 4 episode but uh yeah that's all i got to say for right now all right nick what was your number one my number one is Destiny 2, the same game I've been playing for about five years straight, and they're still continuing it. They recently released the next expansion pack uh, this year. I believe it was last month they released it, and they introduced a whole new system and gave us new abilities 
to fight against the darkness in the game. It's very good. It's a grind. It's a grind fest of the game, though. Did you? Uh, that that was the Beyond Light expansion. Is the one you yep. played the most of? Mm-hmm. Well, well, that, that's one that like recently. That's one I've been playing the most. So, did you finish it? Yeah, yeah, I finished the main campaign. Um, right now, they actually did uh, the winter Winterfest event actually today. So I was on it right now. That's kind of like a Christmas type event. Just like Overwatch. In a sense, yeah, you could say that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Final Fantasy XIV is doing the same thing right now, too. <laughs> Jeez, I didn't know they did that. It's square. <laughs> but yeah, the the vehicles they have, they look like uh like sleds. You have one that look like Santa's sled. It's kind of nice. That's fun. You could be Santa shooting up aliens. Pretty much. <laughs> like, why not? You know what? Might True. as well. Cool. Uh, so we all went through our number ones. Uh, I think Nathan, I have that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I was Who? gonna say Nathan yeah. is still. He got one more number one. I think I know which one it is. If you think you know, why don't you it's say it? Spider Man for the PlayStation Four. <laughs> yeah, Spider Man for the PlayStation Four. <laughs> 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 not. It's not Miles Morales. It is the original Spider Man that was released like two years ago. You completed everything, right? Oh yeah, I one hundred percented it in about a week. That's how Jeez. like amazing this game was to me. That I could just sit down and play it for a week straight. Just get up, play Spider Man, go back to sleep, wake up the next morning and play <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a move. There's no room for bathroom <laughs> or eating in there, Nathan. You okay? No, I I uh, I forget to eat every few days anyway. <laughs> he eats, drink, and can <laughs> sleep. Spider Man. Every single thing about that game was absolutely incredible, and it just makes me so excited to play Miles Morales even more. The entire world of New York that is set in is so detailed and so just nice looking. It actually makes New York look like a good place to go. <laughs> you ever like sw- actually like stop swinging? You look down. There's like cigarette butts on the floor and stuff. I was just talking about like all the things up high because that's where I oh. usually am. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't see what's down below. <laughs> I'm Spider-Man. You never, you don't do parkour over the cars and stuff. No, not really. It's fun. I'm sure. You know how many accidents he would cause if that happened? <laughs> just yeah. as a random dude in a costume just <laughs> steps in just your like windshield. All the crimes you have to stop where you just casually flip a car over. Well, good thing everyone in New York is a perfect driver. Yeah, that's that's a relief. <laughs> but all the boss fights in that game are so good the music is very good all the characters are great and none of them are like hateable even the villains and even the big bad of the game you feel like sympathetic towards which is just really good for a game to do just all the collectibles you can find all the equipment you can upgrade it just made it a very amazing game to play and the dlcs were great as well yeah, the DLC actually is pretty hefty, um, in my opinion, uh, because it's on sale right now. Like, I don't think either of us paid full price for the DLC. I don't think I paid for it at all. I think I got it while it was, like, free for... Oh, that's right. ...of time. Even though I would have definitely paid for it. <laughs> that's how good this game was. I was willing to pay for downloadable content. I appreciate that they tied up the loose ends, too. Yeah. And this game was so good that I don't... 
like part of me doesn't even want to wait to get a PS5 for Miles Morales. I just want to go ahead and get it on PS4 just so I can experience the game. Oh yeah, definitely. I see everywhere on Twitter about how amazing that game is, and it just it gets me so excited to finally play it. Also, I believe the um the Miles Morales version on PS4 is actually 50 as opposed to the 70 on PlayStation 5. So yes. that's also an incentive. I've, I've looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man is probably like 20 bucks now, I think. It's dropped yeah. significantly. It's like 20 or 30. Yeah, yeah so. roughly 20 or 30. So, uh, did we go over everything? Alex, you said you had a new number one. Yeah, I do. Released recently, too. At least out of early access. Super Giants Hades. Oh. Oh, yeah, Hades. Hades is awesome. Don't really care for roguelites much, with very few exceptions. Hades is definitely one of those very few exceptions. And my god, is it such a fun time. <laughs> it's a uh, um top down? Uh isometric actually. Oh okay. you're 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 at an angle. Rather than straight up well, and down. It's basically really top down though. Uh voice acting is awesome. Soundtrack my god is good art style is definitely the biggest selling factor for that game is the art style it's a very gorgeous very action-packed and very fun game i I always looked at it and it kind of reminded me of uh enter the gungeon surprising i also played that one this year oh really (laughs) yeah uh i purchased both of those games this year actually uh dungeon's fine (laughs) but uh yeah it's it's Take a roguelike and make it a bullet L, <laughs> which is essentially you're taking a gun, going through that same Haiti scenario, but everything's shooting something at you, and you have to dodge every single bullet and hope to God you get a piece of fire in. But uh, Hades is less of that gameplay style, and it's more of your traditional, like, your Zeldas, your, you're going up, slicing things, things have stun damage have stun animations for when you hit them, that sort of thing. Technically, somewhat a hack and slash, but you still have to be very careful with what you're doing, or else you're definitely going down very quickly. I've seen quite a few things about Hades and, like, streams and stuff, and it being used as background content for just some talking videos, and it looks just so much like a fun time. It's definitely something I want to pick up someday. Yeah, I say it's my next number one. I've only played it once. <laughs> and that was wow. right before Thanksgiving. <laughs> but it, it, if I only played it once and it's that good, uh, I guess it, 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 it's something to be said. <laughs> I like the art style. It's hand-drawn, right? Um, I believe so, yeah. It looks like it. That's cool. I love when games do that. Like Cuphead. Oh, yes, Cuphead. I still haven't played that one. <laughs> it's solid. Me and Nick still have to finish it, but I have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, when are you two finishing that? <laughs> I don't know. We barely finished Outlast. That was the last thing we ever recorded before we couldn't uh, do in-person stuff anymore. Okay, well, is that is that all you had to say for Hades? Yeah. Okay. Can I mention a few games that I'm surprised we didn't say? I'm surprised y'all didn't mention Overwatch at all. Well, I mean... I know the three of y'all have been... True. Like, more than me have been getting into Overwatch a lot, and whenever 
I have Discord open. It's always you three playing Overwatch. <laughs> it's more so that in my game that you just play to calm down, even though if you're getting salty. You're yeah, more surprised, I'm just surprised none of y'all talked about it. Because I started the game this year. <laughs> yeah, I know all, th- all four of us have started playing that game this year, even though it was released four years ago. Actually, um... The reason me and Nick didn't bring it up is because we actually be, we actually been playing Overwatch since like 2017. We just picked it up again in the last year or so. Yeah, we're just getting we're just playing it more often. Yeah. Would you have put it on your list? No. No. Even as an honorable? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not in, well, okay, maybe <laughs> as like a second honorable. I just didn't consider it because uh it's just I don't know, it's been out for so long. I I was about to say, yeah, and I have two games before Overwatch and my honorable mentions. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I I'm having so much fun with the game. Yeah, I played almost every platform. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, like my the next one after Animal Crossing for me is Metroid Prime Two Echoes because I actually finally sat down this year to fully play it and I enjoyed my time with it. And the other one is Among Us. Yeah, that's the other one I was gonna say. <laughs> oh wait, none of us mentioned Among Us. us. <laughs> that was that was actually in the that would be considered top five for me in that list. Yeah, like, if I put it in there, I think it would be my number, my number six or seven. Technically, I had two top three lists. There was the normal like main studios, and then there was the indie studios, and then it was Hades, Among Us, Fall Guys. Fall Guys is something I've. I've only played once on somebody else's PlayStation, and like it was fun. I bought it for myself, but I never actually played it. But it's sad that Among Us kind of took over and yeah, uh, stole a spotlight after two. Even years. though I'm happy for Among Us t- to finally have <laughs> the, the the time in the spotlight it deserves. Yeah, it won a uh, best mobile game of 2020, just like yeah, week. yeah, and it just got ported Bitch. to the Switch as <laughs> of today. As of today, yeah. <laughs> You know, there is one other game. I was thinking about Phasmophobia, but I haven't, oh. I haven't played enough to actually, you know, like kind of like, you know, this is good. I'll, I would put it in maybe enough. like a top ten, as like, as like, like with, with like a bunch of other people, like I know instead of just like randoms, because it, you know, just playing with randoms doesn't doesn't hit right. Yeah, yeah I guess that's so. kind of how it feels with any multiplayer game, though. Mm-hmm. Like Among Us or <laughs> Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> Overwatch, Overwatch <is> definitely <laughs> one of those. <laughs> to answer your, your original question, I guess think of it this way: if I had put Overwatch on the list, I also would have considered my second playthrough of Uncharted Four. That's how it like it's framed in my mind for me. Okay, yeah, I I forget about that time that you originally played it. Yeah, because no one else played it on PC, so I just kind of like dropped off a little bit. Yeah, I didn't even get a PC that could play it until like a while ago. Like, after the hype kind of died down, and then y'all picked it up, so I was like, oh, I, I do have the game bot, so I might as well start playing it. Mm, true. I think you should get back on. The winter event just started, and we're still having fun with it. Like, I haven't I haven't even thought about putting it down yet, so. Yeah, I've just been, I just been trying to get through all my Switch backlog. Like, Xenoblade is the last game in my Switch backlog. <laughs> <laughs> Once he's done with that... He'll come back. They always come back. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm buying another game for my Switch anytime soon. I, I was about to say, are you sure you're not going to Xenoblade 2 next, though? Um, no, he's got to play X. My partner's cousin does own it, so I could always just borrow it from her. Oh, okay, there you go. 
All right. Well, uh, but you want to recap our list? My list was, um, I guess I could probably uh, say Among Us is an honorable mention since we talked about it. Yeah, uh, you can mention some more honorables. <laughs> all right. Well, other honorables, I guess, would be, um, well, I had fun with GTA Online. I didn't start a lot of new games this year, but that one. Oh, you're right. Outlast. Outlast is like probably one of my honorable mentions. Um, and the top three would be uh, Animal Crossing, Crash 4, and The Witcher 3. Okay, so my honorables, they're going to be uh, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, the remake of those, I guess Among Us, <laughs> <laughs> and my number three was Xenoblade Definitive Edition for the Switch, my number two was the Final Fantasy VII remake, and my number one was Spider-Man PS4. <laughs> Okay, my honorable mention list was Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit Remaster, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, Hades and Among Us. My top three were Jedi Fallen Order, Persona 5 Royal, and the number one, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Crap, I forgot about Fallen Order again. <laughs> <laughs> that one's also What's done is done, Nathan. It's done is done. Alright, Nick. Make sure, make sure you get the right list, Nick. My list uh, is fine. <laughs> uh, three is Alma Crossing New Horizon. Number two is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. And number one is Destiny 2. Nice. Not even dealing with honorable mentions. Nah, nah, I don't have any honorable mentions. <laughs> Said they're mentionable, but they're not honorable. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Uh, so as you can tell, we we've been playing some games this year. Uh, this is going to be episode eighty. We've made it to eighty episodes, boys, and we're going for another eighty next year. Uh <laughs> okay. Four years from now. Do we even do eighty episodes this year? <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, yeah, we we did probably about thirty. I want to say no, probably thirty to forty episodes this year. So, um, well, let's double it. Well, we'll see. I, I I'm pretty sure we're gonna have a really solid year next year. Uh, there's no podcast episode last week, but this is the last one for 2020. Next next year, next episode is gonna be on January 1st. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we have other series going up. Outlast is done recording. It's been done for about five months. And the videos are still going out, so probably by the end of January is when we'll have the last Outlast video. You can subscribe to the podcast on any podcast app. And we are a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Go to Tech Podcast Network to find the Q Command podcast. And also go to SavoyaMedia.com because we are produced by Savoya Studios and part of the Savoya Media Network. Oh, man. That was the last outro I have to do for this year. This has been the Q Command podcast. And my name is Tommy Savoya. And I'm Nick. I'm Nate. I'm Alex. I want to thank you all for listening, and we will catch you next time. Nick, have you ever heard of Blueberry? Blueberry, what's that? 
Well, it's only one of the most respected media hosting sites out there with a customizable audio player, media validation, and unlimited downloads. Wow, does it have free technical support? Yes. Is it optimized to work with WordPress for easy blog posts? Yes. Does it require third-party sites to access? No. Is it spelled with a B and an L and a U and a B-R-R-Y? Yes. With affordable hosting packages and detailed statistics, Blueberry must be the best podcast hosting service for me. Yeah, well, wait a sec, how'd you know that? I, I didn't say that. I don't know. What are, you, what are you talking about? Use our promo code CUBECOMMAND to get your first month of hosting free.